Welcome everyone to the seventh ever episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast, a podcast where I force my friends to play the video games that I love and then force them to have a discussion with me about the games that I love. Unless it's a game that Preston likes where he tricks me to play the video games that he loves and forces me to have a discussion with him about the game that he loves. On today's episode, we get back with more hard games as we get into part one of Lies of P. That's Lies of P. Not Eliza P, Lies of P. But we won't stop there. We got our question of the day, got some new beers to try out and become influencers with, as well as discuss Last of Us Part 2 being remastered for the PlayStation 5. Do we rock some fuels? Do we ever talk about Liza P? Will the intro ever end? Better listen and find out. But all this and more with your probably favorite uncultured Again, to our favorite people for the seventh ever episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast. Do you think we're going on a break? Ha ha ha! Fuck you. We are invincible and we can never die. We are young and we will live forever. Anywho, I'm your host, the Uncultured Gamer, the daddy of the podcast, Wilson Lester. And f- joined with me, like always, is our hostess with the mostest, still the banjo to my kazooie, maybe the ultimate guitar hero, <laughs> maybe the ultimate Soulsborne player. Maybe someone who annoys me because he loves Soulsborne games so much and he decided to put it on this damn podcast. It's a problem. Preston Jacobs. It's a problem. He's the problem. Hello. It's him. Preston's the problem. It's him. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) How are you, Willie Mammoth? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That's Dr. Willie Mammoth. I don't know how to reemphasize this. Preston. Not Dr. Preston. Just Preston. I'm Dr. Willie Mammoth. So if there was a problem on a flight and somebody was like having a cardiac arrest. I could do is, an entire it... research study about how that person will die. <laughs> <laughs> is there There's a doctor hypo- on this plane? He's having a heart attack. <laughs> yep, he gonna die. <laughs> my first hypothesis, if there's not a real doctor on this plane, he might die. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing good. How, how have you been since the last time we spoke? It's been, it's been a while, but you know, we're, we're here. It's, yeah, so we haven't recorded. Know, we no, no, we're not. It's, this, it's, no, this is a new day. New day, new us. Season two, trying new, try new things. That's right. Like recording back to back and everything. Um, so if you don't like that, everybody, guess what? Fourth wall, we broke it. Like we a, were two and a half games behind. We, <laughs> we, were, we were a month behind. We were like, well, maybe we can just kind of fast forward this yep. and everything. This is a month worth of recording in one day. Wow. Yeah, maybe we should do that more often. No, I mean, they're not when, when, when I don't get to see you as much. I don't want to do that. That's not uh, fun. Yeah. Don't start crying. It's okay. It's okay. Press we it. do unfortunately live like an hour away from each other. Yeah, maybe you should live closer. Oh, actually, no. You're a city council person. Maybe we have to move to you. Or maybe we make our own Sold. Maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, I need... Then then, uh, then your wife's parents have to move to. I need... <laughs> yeah, that would make it easier on us for They'd sure. Make it, <laughs> that, that, that would just... If we just... Settle that. Uh, we we, car, that we carpool to go get groceries, so it just makes yeah. Uh, she mm-hmm. has to follow. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, half a million dollars for us there's, alone. <laughs> there's a lot right right across the street that so, they just uh, and then there's one right next to us, but you don't want that. So one. we could live in a tent for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's uh, let's get a trailer. Let's really declass <laughs> your neighborhood. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> actually, actually, our um. Uh, 
my, my brother's friend is selling a camper that he lived in while they were building his house. And so... That's what I, love. I heard a lot of people do. I don't know how fun that would be having with a... Um, living in a camper with a newborn. You know? Maybe be fun. Oh, a newborn and three dogs. Excuse me. Let me let me mention that. Ooh, Can they, they live with you? You got quiet real fast. <laughs> well, it's just it's okay. It's only for like a month, a year, five. What's whatever. Month. Can I brought some toilet paper. <laughs> Six months, maybe a year. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into our our first segment, the Hong Kong. What do gooses dream of? When they take a, play a couple goose goose games, I don't know. I, don't I like. Know. I need you to continue. Uh, that's that's we all. We need I, a full song. That's that's all I wrote. But no, let's talk about what 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 have you been playing? Uh, obviously, we've been playing. We played Lies of P. Yeah, we played Lies of P. Um, I'm else? on uh, my fourth playthrough of it. Jesus Christ! Um, I like it a little like, bit. It's I, it's, it's all right. I, I beat it once and like I'm we're good here. We're good here for now. I might get uh, anywho. It's, have you played anything else besides Lies of P? We. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Oh, that's that's for we, the next that's game. Next one. Yeah, yeah. Next, next one. It's a fun one. Uh, fun one. Uh, I think we both platinum that one. That yes. Was, that, was an, that, was a, that was a fun, easy platinum. Easy, super easy platinum, but also like kind of challenging at certain times. Yeah, the, um, the, the only thing with that platinum is that you, re- the, you really need to kind of plan ahead on what combat uh, things you need to yeah. do. Because like, there's very little combat opportunity. At the end of the story, you can like yeah. go around and find crimes. Uh, unless, true. unless I didn't know about something. Are you talking about the spider legs and everything? Oh, like the oh, I know you're using the yeah. We, the we have to the, you yeah. have to you have to fight certain people with certain abilities. The Miles one, you can uh, go back and replay the Mysterio ones, but like the one where you're playing as Peter and you have to defeat a certain number of people with the spider legs. Oh, uh, okay. That one took me a while because uh, I, I did not plan ahead. I guess I just kind of like spammed it the entire time where I got, I got it during my my first playthrough. I did not. Uh, so like I had to go back and like do it for I, like an hour. I thought the hardest one was, and I refused to look up a guide to do it because it wanted to be too difficult to do, but I discovered you can get power up for it or it's one of the suit upgrades. It's the spider bots. Yeah. Because those like, I tried swinging through all the districts. I could not find it. But if you get that one power up, you, it pops up. It's for like the, the loot crates. But what it doesn't mention is that the spider bots also pop up on your mini map. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to look that up. So I was you like, how long I swung around? Uh, that's about to be me. And I was like, oh, let me see if I can find it. Oh, I can look it. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. I swung around for like so, a. God. So my playthrough was 30 hours while yours was 40 hours. So that was the. 10 of that was just <laughs> the spider bots. That's the worst. But um, so yeah, I've also been playing. Um, Spider-Man 2, but after I beat that, you know, I hit that for the first time, probably since we started this podcast, I hit a lull of like, what do what I do play I do now? Because I, I tried getting Sekiro, you know, that's still work in progress and right. everything, but it's, that's a tough game. Tough game. But then I'm like, Close. well, maybe I'll play Callisto Protocol. Not as scary as I thought. There's no, like, that's not too bad. There's a few jump scares in the beginning, I'm like, I remember playing, I, was, I think I'm just too tired from being a dad. I'm like, okay, come on, let's wrap this up. This means nothing to me. It, it's, okay, definitely, it's definitely creepy. Like, it's definitely got a creepy atmosphere and everything. But I think I was kind of expecting it to be like Dead Space, which is made by a group that extended off of Dead Space, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So it's definitely got the Dead Space vibe to it. But it's like, oh, I might go back to it. This is a short so game. So is Close to Protocol going to be a podcast game, or is that still to be determined? I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it in the t- TBD. TBD. I, I've, I, that was the other game that I've been playing a little yeah. bit. I've played it for probably an hour or two. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah, I, I, I just try to like do a whole hodgepodge of different games, trying to figure out what I might want to play. Um, that is very difficult to determine that because I started playing Undertale. I was like, ah, this is I'm not into this right now. 
and then I tried doing rec- control. And I was like, ah, uh, I'll, I'll come back to this later. Um, then I, I restarted Sea of Stars, which I, I think I stopped because I, like, I died. And I was like, I don't want to do this right now. And it was like right when baby was born. So I was like, I'll come back to this later. I started going back to it. And then I said, screw it. I just want to go watch. I just want to experience the story. Gameplay-wise, it's fine. It reminds me a lot of with the relic I use. It's a story mode relic. It's where essentially after every battle, your health regenerates and everything. Which, little little baby wimpy thing of me to do, but I don't care. It, it, I, there's no judgment. You play your you play the hard games, and then you also play the games you want to be easy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's, what, that's, that's what I want to do. I want it for the experience, because everyone keeps talking about how good Sea of Stars is. And the difficulty is still there. I just like have a loophole. But it reminds me a lot of the South Park RPG games. Because your health regenerates throughout that. So it's like, okay, cool. I know what I need to do here. So that made the game games much more enjoyable for me. And enjoyed the story at the same time. Um, same thing translating to Sea of Stars. I think I hit a the climax of it. And I was like, kind of predictable. But I was like, ah, so good. I'm so enjoying it. I, I want to go back and play it. There you go. Um, but yeah, no, that's kind of been what I've been up to. Playing some video games whenever I can. Um, as a dad and everything. Um, gaming when we can. Gaming when we can. And while we're talking about that, I need to double check the the Cowboys score. I swear to God, if we lost. I, oh, thank God we won. Thank God. 33-10. Who's we? Cowboys. Hmm. What is that supposed to mean? I'm just kidding. What is that? What, what, what's your team? What's your team? You don't have a team, do you? I don't have a team. You don't have an identity. You're nobody. <laughs> but anyways, Preston... Like always, and like the nature of this podcast, we don't just play video games. We also drink some good beers. And yes, we're playing a dangerous game right now, extending off from um, our last recording where we already drank a couple of beers. Mm-hmm. So let's keep the body, let's keep it going and let's everything. Keep it rolling. We, have keep no res- we have no responsibilities, Sunday scaries and all that kind of good stuff. Let's get these these next beers. <sighs> that was easier. These, this, this packaging is not good for the turtles, that's for sure. But what, a lot what, easier for Will. But what have, the, what have the turtles done for me? They're cute. Don't hit on the turtles. I'll I hate on those turtles. If they, as soon as they do something for me, I'll say, let's save them. Well, those are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They've saved the world a couple times, right? Yeah, man. And there's also Crush. Finding Nemo. Ah, dude, true. Yeah, yeah. Baby likes the Finding Nemo stuff, so that makes yeah. sense. Okay, well, like always, let's crack these bad boys open. Let's get prepared. In three, two, one. Not synchronized. Not our That's best. Right. I yeah. was first last time, then you were first this time. Uh, okay. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking. Oh, I'm. You know, maybe I, I shouldn't have got this. I'm going to. Oh, oh God! I regret. There's it. a lot of words, letters on that. It's got umlauts and everything. Einstock Oldgard. It's a Viking beer. It's got a Viking on it. It's a white ale. Brewed with coriander and orange peel, but it's Einstock Olgard brewed by who is this brewed by? It just says Einstock beer. That's it. Is it? It's a white. Oh, I guess that's. Oh, that's the brand. And the beer is just the white ale. They have one thing in the logo. The logo is a Viking. It looks really cool. It's um in sixty five degrees over W eighteen degrees. So I learned nothing from this other than this is just um Einstock beer and it's a white ale. I think that's the brand. After stalling for time, the brand is Einstock Beer, Einstock Olgard, and it's just uh, White Ale. It's a 5.2 ABV. Nice. I'm drinking Goose Island Duck River Dunkel. Mm. It is a uh, Dunk, Duck River Dunkel is a smooth, dark Bavarian style lager with a barley 
malt, backbone, and hints of raisins and dark chocolate. That is a raisins combo. And, oh, wow. Raisins and dark that chocolate. That sounds delicious. Oh, I like... It's a lager. I like chocolate raisins. Is that, does that make I me like... I like raisinettes. Oh, that's good. That's good. good. Yeah. All right. Let's get that first sip. Uh, actually. Actually. That's good. It's it's heavy on the tongue. Like heavy it's, on the t- what does heavy on the tongue mean? Like it's... <clears throat> I don't know. It's just got a... It's, it has a lot of mouth feel. Like where it, like you know, it's kind of st- ah, okay. Not it's, stodgy. It's not a bad. I was about to say, te- does that beer have texture to it? <laughs> no, it's like it's just like it, it coats your mouth a lot. Okay, I guess that's the the dark chocolate and raisin. Oh, meal. okay. I'm gonna go. Is it too early for too early for rating? No, you can do your rating. You can do your rating. Seven nine. Ooh, seven nine. Oh, that's a good beer. That's it's a good, good. beer. It's good. Ooh, okay. So with mine, mine's a white ale. I don't really know what a I don't think I've ever had like a white ale. I've had brown ales. I've had rail, red ales. Um, had rails. I've gotten railed, yeah. Armor Core 6. <laughs> Armor Core 6, yeah. Got my shit pushed in. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times. Did I want to throw my controller at the TV screen? Yes. Is my TV too expensive to do that? Yes. yes. So I did not do that. But um, no, this is a good beer. Uh, I, I, I'm enjoying this. Um, I like to know where other white ales are. Uh, I, can t- I like how... You can tell something's like there are single white ales in your in your area. <laughs> Dad humor, <laughs> but I know you can tell like it's a, it's a good beer and like the brewery is very like small based on like the the label the cans and everything. Because if you look at yours, like like Goose Island, well, it, yeah, it's like this one like the it looks like it's sticker. It, like compared to like um. What was it? Uh, Miller Light and everything. That's like it's just, it's seamlessly on there. While this one, like you can definitely feel the seal, like feel that. It just looks like someone slapped it on there. These cans were like made yesterday. Um, seven two. This is a seven two beer. Seven two. It's a good. That's a good. Right. That's a good beer. It's a good beer right there. Um, I would definitely drink more of these. It's light, um, but it, it tastes like a not a watered down Blue Moon, but it's like a, a lighter Blue Moon. If that makes this, sense. This this is not one that you could like. You know, kind of. Like, uh, this is not like a Miller Lite that uh, you could just like pound a bunch of. This what? is like more of a, d- a dessert exactly beer. What oh, I was about to say it's a dessert shoot, beer. Shoot, player. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yo, she knew exactly. What let's I was go. Say. <laughs> I was like, it's a dessert beer. Okay, I, I'm I'm curious now. I want I want to give it a taste. Here, you, you you can try mine as well. It's okay. I have COVID. Ha! Got him. <laughs> ha! Took a little bird. Ooh, that's oh, actually you, good. That's a light, lot lighter. Do you care if I put my lips on this? That's what she said. I never mind. Hey, hey. see what you mean by the the the, the, the yeah. It kind of oh, you, ju- you don't like it. No, I'm processing it. I think it's seven. It's seven for me. Seven. It's in the seven ball. Because like you said, it's a dessert beer, so like definitely like oh, after like a big hearty meal. The, like this, like I mean, it's dense on its own, but like yeah. this is one of those that you kind of just sit and mm-hmm. kind of savor. What did you? What, what would you rate this? That one's a lot lighter. Yeah, um, definitely. Would you call it seven two? I gave it seven two. Kind of a Dave Potnoy, uh, one you know, one bite review. I only yeah. had one sip. Uh, it's in the same high sevens for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll call it seven eight. Okay, I, I, I feel like it's justified for that beer. I, I mean, it's a good beer. I would definitely get it again. I would recommend it to people. Um, what would you give this? I give it a seven. Oh, you give. I, it I seven, think it's yeah. very situational seven though. I think it's probably a six point nine. Heyo, because of the chocolate and everything. Uh, it's like it's. I, it's like I actually do taste like the chocolate and raisin. Yeah, like, I, 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 I get that. That's why like, it goes into that dessert beer, but it's not something I would get 
No. All the time. No, it's I, that's kind of like, okay, I tried it. It's good. I What I recommend to people? Yeah, sure. That's, that's, that's what you're into. Because it, it feels like a, um, I don't know what a dunkel is, but I imagine it's like it's close to the Porter family. Um, so it's just kind of like, for me, it's like, eh. I'm not a big Porter guy. Um, big IPA guy. So that's where it's like, that's where I kind of draw the line for myself. Draw the line. Draw the line. I walk the line. It's a walk to remember, Preston. That's right. So yeah. what's next? <laughs> Are you trying to rush through no, this? No, I'm not. <laughs> He's like, I'm, just keeping I'm things sick wrong of this. But, you know, it's always time we, we got to give some give ourselves some feedback. You know, we get, give our, each other some feedback. Say, hey, what's going on? What, uh, how, how are we doing? How are we doing today? How are we doing? I don't care about your mental well-being. I'm talking about the podcast, Preston. How are we doing? How are we doing on the podcast? I think we're doing pretty good. I think the next time we need to, you know, pregame a little bit. and That way we get us a little Wait, Did you not listen to... Okay, here's my feedback for you. Did you not listen to what I just said in the last recording? Well, I got too hammered. <laughs> And whiskey business is whiskey is business messed back. me up. Maybe when 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 my baby's a little bit older, then maybe we can um you know do whiskey business outside of the podcast and then get into it. Maybe we can do that for a Christmas episode. December's coming up and everything. Um, I got a uh, what is what am I looking for? Uh, I got a long break from work and everything. So do you really good for you? Yeah, maybe we can do uh, we can do a Christmas episode. Get some Christmas sweaters. Do some crit. We can, that'd be great for the social media. We can some do that. Jingle bells. Some jingle bells. Christmas vacation going. Yeah, heck yeah. Polar Express. Maybe it'll be the first one we actually like do a video recording of. I I talked about that. I talked about. We talked about doing it on Twitch, like doing a live yep. stream. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be pretty good. I'd be down mm-hmm. to do that. I mean, I did, we did talk about like li- uh, I talked about um, us live streaming the Game Awards. Not really live streaming it, but like kind of live streaming our reactions to it and everything. I feel like we could do like an episode where we kind of talk about the game work. That's a that's a pretty big one. Yeah. Yeah. When multiple, is it? When is it? December seventh. So that's a Thursday. Nineteenth. And then like that Friday. That Friday I have off and everything. So if we want to chit chat, if we want to do our own Zoom or something like that, nice and easy. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So oh, look at that. We got we got plans for it's a season date. two. It's a date. Are you gonna kiss on the first date? Don't, don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yes, everybody. <laughs> Okay, so uh, some some feedback. Um, I don't know about any feedback right now. I think I, th- I think the last recording went well. I'm sure like when I, when I listened to it, I'm like, ah, oh, wow, we're terrible, we're terrible. Uh, maybe I should tell my my babies like, you know, you gotta wait your turn to talk because as everyone's gonna hear, he's he's talking like he's got a lot of opinions about Armored Core Six. My child is five years old and she still has not figured that out. Whenever I, you ask her a direct question, dead quiet. Whenever mommy and daddy are talking and trying to discuss something um, of importance, uh, she has all the things to say. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, cool. That's just, that's, that's just parenthood. That's just parenthood. Okay. Yep. All right. It doesn't get easier, does it? How tired are you? Very tired. Oh, uh, yeah. That's me right now. I'm still not over my jet lag. Oh, God. It's been a week. It's, it's been a week since <laughs> you've gone to the better. country for tax it's fraud. <laughs> Yeah, how funny is that? My my problem is meth, apparently, and yours is tax fraud. What's worse? Meth. No. no, tax fraud. Are you kidding yeah. me? No, meth. Who pays Just for that? You're addicted. You're addicted. I'm not, not that addicted. That? I addicted. always do it once a, once a year. That's what Just they say. Did you do meth once? Just once? So how many years has it been once? Last Five? year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd save it for New Year's every single year. <laughs> so is that the feedback for it? Let's ask the general audience. Audience, do we have any feedback? You don't do that. I'm not. 
oh, apparently my feedback is breaking the fourth wall. And I, mean, I don't commit tax fraud, <laughs> but my, look at us now. <laughs> my favorite is your, my favorite moment right now is your child watching Bluey with the sound off. It is she is dialed. In. It is I. I've seen the one with Rusty and the cricket and cricket where Rusty plays cricket. Yeah, I watched that on TikTok. That that will make that makes me cry. Man, God, it's awful. Man, if you if, audience, if you haven't watched Bluey, you're wasting. Your, if you even don't have kids, just watch Bluey. It's the smartest child's television on Disney Plus right now. I thank God it's on Disney Plus. I <laughs> there was one episode where it's Muffin's dad goes up to her and like she's like being a terror and everything. No, we're gonna do it my way because I'm the most special kid in the world. And Bluey goes like, she thinks she's the most special kid in the world. And the dad was like, oh, I got this. And she goes, Muffin? Yeah, yeah. Remember when I told you you were the most special child in the world? I was like, yeah. You're not. <laughs> you are to me and your mom. And he's like, oh. And she goes to Bluey. He's like, Bluey, guess what? What? I'm not special anymore. <laughs> and if that's not parenting, I don't know what is. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta keep them humble. Always, always humbling them. But anywho, I think it's time we get into our question of the day. Let's hear it. Unless you have more feedback for me. Nope. Are you sure? Is there anything you want to get off your chest? How do you feel about the color yellow? Does it make you sad? Question of the day! <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun noise. If you ever owned a strategy guide, what was your favorite game slash strategy guide? Oh, uh, I kind of talked about it on my... You, you, you did on the last did. episode, uh, yeah. I didn't expect that. Um... My favorite strategy guide, I had two, but the one I used the most was Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. And, like, it kind of went through, and, you know, hindsight, it's not a hard game. But, like, you know, having figuring out how to level up. Yeah. Back then, you couldn't just research it. And so, in the strategy guide, and I'm sure it probably tells you in the menu itself yeah. of Kingdom Hearts how to upgrade it or, mm-hmm. like, how to level up. I think so. But I didn't see that, so I used that strategy guide a lot. And I also had a strategy guide for uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of mm, Time, mm. and I uh, had that one, and I use that one a lot. Okay. So, as a child, where I got video games twice a year, minus renting, I'll get video games for my birthday, I'll get video games for Christmas. I would get strategy guides. When's your birthday? December 32nd. It's July. <laughs> I was about to say, why are you thinking so hard? <laughs> but um, I would get a, uh, so it's like good middle of the year, end of the year. Um, I would get strategy guides all the time. I would just look through them. I wouldn't get... I, I, it'd be for games I don't even have. Like, I think... I did get the strategy guide for Ocarina of Time. I like looking through the pictures and, like, looking through that. I was, I was young when I got Ocarina of Time. Like, a lot of these strategy guides I got when I was younger. Like, I remember getting... You like that picture of Princess Zelda, didn't you? She's so cute. She's pretty. <laughs> um, but I remember getting the strategy guide for Final Fantasy IX. I got the strategy guide for Wind Waker. And I got the strategy guide for Kingdom Hearts One, Which, that one, I probably... No, that one in Wind Waker I used the most for actually playing the game. But it wasn't like how to like, oh, how do you beat this boss or anything. You know, the helpful information. It's like, where do I find all the one and one Dalmatians? And for Jeez. and for Wind Waker it was like finding all the sea charts and everything. That's where me and my brother got really into Wind Waker and doing all the extra stuff. And that was a lot of fun. But I think oh man, that's a good memory. Oh, that's made my decision harder. Um, gut reaction, Kingdom Hearts One strategy guide. Which is nice. funny. Yeah, you're Kingdom Hearts two. It's just like I just or flipping through the pages so much. I remember I got at a time where um, it was in, I was in fourth grade and I got pneumonia. So I was out of school for like weeks. And I like, this was about to take a serious start. I was in the hospital and everything. But I just remember flipping through. I was like, oh, that's cool. I can't wait to play it. And then I didn't, we didn't get a PlayStation 2 until I was in fifth grade. 
So you know, of course, that the first game I got was Kingdom Hearts One. Do we need to unpack that any? Do you have any leftover trauma? No, I just I was I was very sick. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I threw up. I had a, I had this one vi- I had this virus called the rotavirus on top of pneumonia. So which I, I've had pneumonia multiple times, like twice as a baby. And which apparently is very bad. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, I had pneumonia. That's fine. Jesus. <laughs> and then I had pneumonia was in fourth grade. And then on top of that, I had the rotavirus where it's like just shooting out both ends, essentially. So one night, I was just dehydrated. And I had to go to the hospital, get an IV hooked up into me and everything. So that was my therapy session, everybody. Thank you for joining. Um, I'll bill you. <laughs> but I just remember like... Um, my granddaddy brought me, um, he bought me the strategy guide and everything. So this is what I wanted. Aww. So I was like looking through it. And then fifth grade, me and my brothers kind of tore through it. Like, I don't think I maxed out Kingdom Hearts 1, but I remember getting all the Dalmatians. And I used that. What I learned in fifth grade became the ultimate route for how I was going to play Kingdom Hearts 1 all the way through without dying. So it's, it's very essential to get all the Dalmatians because that allows you to Aruga, which is the ultimate win. And it's a shield. For you, so it reduces damage. So when you get to that final boss fight with Ansem, it's very lot, it's a lot easier and everything. So it just allowed me to like find all the extra secrets and everything. And it told me about all the uh, optional bosses. So it's like that strategy guide holds like a dear memory to me. And that's also, awesome. I, also, I, that's a good story. Oh yeah, too too sentimental for this podcast, but yes, I agree. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But I also liked um, that's when. Did I, you have to tell your grandfather that you wanted that, or did he just like, all right, I know my kids are in. actually. I think like when. He took us to Barnes and Noble, and I was like, "I want this." And he's a he's a fancy doctor, so he's like, "Here you go," and everything. Nice. So I think that's what happened. Still a good memory. Yeah, that's like a that. yeah, fun memory. Love Kingdom Hearts one, but you know, once again, it's time we do some little bit of gossiping about what's going on in the news. Mm-hmm. But once again, we can't call this WAP, Preston. Why? I don't care how many petitions you make. I will not have our younger audience expose that level of smut. But you, got, <laughs> but you got any hot, juicy stories for us today? I do. It came out recently that uh, Last of Us Part Two is getting a remaster, even though it was released in 2021 and it is currently 2023. Oh shit! We can we put it like that? <laughs> that was also my news story. So let's just unpack this. Mm. Um, so, with that little bit of context, how exactly do you feel about the new remaster coming out? I think it's a bit pointless. Maybe a little more than pointless. You're, um, you're probably one of those people who also thought Last of Us Part One on PS5 was pointless. No, I mean I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one of those that like just hates on Last of Us. I mean I enjoy uh, Last of Us One and Two, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't really jump on the hate train for Last of Us Two. I really enjoyed the story. I mean yeah. it was. I agree. I, I agree. I just uh, troll, trolls pe- on the internet. People hated on it for no reason. Yeah. Um, but I mean. Whatever. That's a that's a conversation for a different yeah. time. However, remastering a game that came out two years ago. Yeah. I mean, if if twenty twenty one came out twenty twenty one. Yeah. Twenty twenty. It's, it's twenty. No, it's twenty twenty one. Ah. When did it come out? I like think... it's getting a it's getting a PlayStation Five release. I'm like I played it on PlayStation Five, like for the first time. It was twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty. So three is okay. It's three, three years. years old. Yeah. It's three years old now. It's. All right, like I saw where you're getting more modes. You may get to play as Joel and like you know yeah. things like that. So I mean that's cool, but that's a DLC. Like to call it, <laughs> to, call it to call it a remaster in like the graphics look phenomenal as it is. Okay, what are you remastering? Does it help that to upgrade it to the PS5 version? Which this is where it, okay, this is where it gets a little 
dicey. I think I, I understand it because you're getting additional content with it. But it's the ten dollar upgrade, so you're not paying like sixty dollars to get the. Oh, is that a Yeah, so it's like ten dollars from to get the. If you have the PS4 version, you can get the PS5 version for ten dollars. But apparently, for the disc version, you have to have proof that you have the the disc version, and you have to have a, a PS5 that has a hard drive. So, which of course, why why would, yeah, I have it. Yeah, I, Balling out, son. I paid the extra money for the non-digital. I would have, but my story getting my PS5 is is, is funny. Man, what's Yeah, I remember you telling me about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. But I'm also, also kind of like, the PS5 Slims don't look too bad. With the di- the attach- detachable disk drive looks a little silly, but but uh, I like that, that slimmer PS5. It looks pretty sick. Would I buy one? No. I, no. I, I wait too long for this one. I'm fine with my big, bulky. It looks good in my uh, my... TV, that's a TV. Oh, stand. you even got two controllers. Right now. Oh yeah, yeah, balled out Christmas. I got a little charging thing too. Ooh. Ooh. But anywho, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for Last of Us Part Two remastered. I, I, I'm oh just... man, I, if it's if it's a ten dollar, since we already have, you know, mm-hmm. Part Two, I mean, okay, but just like, you know, at this point, the Naughty Dog has more re- remasters I, yeah. of Last of Us than the actual games. Yeah, it's 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 a Skyrim debate at this point. <laughs> the most yeah. ported game in all of existence. But um no, it's like I, I I came to the same dilemma when it came to Last of Us Part One, we came to PS five because a remake. Which yes, certain parts of it were remade, but it's still the same game. Oh, it's a remaster versus remake. Yeah. But like but like uh I mean when I played Last of Us Part One with the updated graphics and it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like okay cool I'm like I was right. I was super into it. I know like the graphics for this one will be slightly enhanced. Uh, there's dual sense integration, which I don't know if that'll play into haptic triggers, which would be cool if they did the haptics. But I feel like that'd be a huge um, software overlay or development to get the haptic triggers for whatever you're doing, which would be cool if they get the bow and everything. That'd be pretty good. But do you, um, do you like haptic triggers? I like the feeling of it. It's like in the moment I don't really realize it. I think Returnal was the first one where I was like, oh, it's. I, I didn't like that in there. Oh, you didn't like that? Well, it's like, well, you have to, like, oh, slightly hold it down to do one feature, don't hold it down for another feature. It's like, that's too much thinking for me. I also played Returnal for like 30 minutes, so, like, I didn't get too into it. But it was a game where I wasn't like, I don't know if this is for me. Because roguelikes are very weird for me. They're, they're fun, but I'm also like, I don't want to dedicate my life to this. Yeah, I got like 20 hours out of Returnal and never beat it. Mm. Um, maybe a less. Which is, but... what, that's possible with roguelike games. Which, speaking of which, that's the new feature for The Last of Us part two remastered so there's a roguelike mode which apparently you, you still play through the story with different characters so i'm not really sure how it's going to play out but like i saw the trailer on twitter and it looked i mean it's like it looked fun i was like okay this is breath of fresh air it's gonna be like a zombies mode that's what you were to be roguelike yeah I think, that's, I think that's what it's gonna look like it's gonna be like a little zombies mode um i'll, I'll send you the the video afterwards but like it looks like it looks pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. I, like that's something I would like get myself into. I think there's like additional lost levels. There's additional stuff. There's more more content to play. I was like, heck, heck yeah, I love Last of Us. I love that universe. I would never want to live in that universe. That's too stressful for me. But I would absolutely love to return to that and play a little bit more Last of Us, even if it's the same thing but with just a different graphical overlay. Yeah. Overlay. Well, I mean, I, I'm not. I like the gameplay loop of, yeah. of it. Like, a, I I remember I did the Last of Us. Uh, two on the what proud or whatever the hard hard one and like taking each level like like a puzzle like, yeah you know where it basically couldn't get spotted at all yeah and like i really enjoyed the the gameplay of it um but i did think it was a little silly to call it remaster doing it this soon yeah and it's like 
Yeah. You could probably, yeah. I don't know. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Not to just be, a, I'm not I'm not a hater by any means. I love the series. Yeah, I, but, I mean, I mean it's, a, it's a good conversation to have. I mean, like, Last it, of Us 1 and 2 are, are my top 10. Yeah. Like, it's, it's one of those, but... You know, but I mean, this one was like I was like, eh, really? Yeah, and the two. I mean, the Last of Us Part One, like it came, it came out in 2013. Then the remaster came out for the PS4, and then the remake came out for the PS5. So it's like each generation has it instead of just like porting it as is. Like, oh, let's make this better. Which I feel like that's a good conversation to have. Like with Naughty Dog, it's like kind of catering to their audience. Like, oh yeah, we could just port this. You have the PS. Yeah, you can play the PS4 version on the PS5, but they're like, oh, let's take it a step further and let's just put it out there. But still charge people money for it and everything. Well, at least you're not charging like if you have it, then you don't have to pay the full. Yeah, that's I think what kind of saves it if they were trying, because that's what saves it from being a money grab. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, last was part one remake, so I paid seventy dollars for that, but I was happy to do it. <laughs> that's my favorite game. I beat it once. I'm like, all right, I'm done here. <laughs> like, I'm sure. Like, I probably played Last of Us like once a year or something like that. So I might go back and play it. Um, it's your it's your it's your comfort scary game. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's weird. You know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. That's why I go into it. Um, but what else is like is associated with the Last of Us Part Two? This is coming from IGN, of course. But based on the tweet from Night Dog, you got the roguelike mode, lost levels, guitar mode, which a lot of people are very good at. That it's insane. I swear they had to be. Um, like computer generated, or like from change the menus, but they said guitar free play. I thought they had that already. You you had that one. I guess it would probably be its own little section to where you don't have to um, go. It, to- you have to play as Ellie, and you have to go. It's like day two in Seattle, where you can just sit down and play the guitar and everything. Oh, I tell you, waking up. Um, and there's more that, that Night Dog isn't really alluding to, so I'm really excited to see what additional content they'll have. Maybe it'll be the multiplayer. Maybe that's what they've been kind of like keeping secret. That'd be kind of cool, though. I, I'd be that'd be wild if it was the multiplayer. That'd be, but yeah, that would have been leaked at this point. Dang. Because then it would have been the whole like, oh yeah, I know we're we're having layoffs, so we're not going to do the multiplayer as quickly anymore. Which would be wow, what a what a loop. What, throwing everyone for a loop there. Let's fire some people, but we still get the multiplayer. Not what you thought it was. All right, Musk. That'd be disturbing. We're back. We had to take a little break, a little baby break. Help the little baby baby boy out and everything. But anywho, I feel like we've gossiped a little bit. I think that's good. Yeah, we've been really moving that, through that it. That was our first kind of hot take where I kind of felt a little, little heated. Or not heated, but like... Felt different about what I felt. Little bit, you're but fired. you kind of you kind of you calm me down. You're fired. I, I was ready to go. You should. You're buying Last of Us Part Two remaster now because you said that. We both have to buy it anyway. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, this makes sense. Damn, son, don't, don't spoil this for son us, of a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> Anywho, but I think it's time we get down to the bare bones of why we have this podcast. Well, you, you Preston just popped up in a brand new beer, and he had a, like a reaction that's kind of concerning for me. It's the Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Oh, it's an IPA and a pumpkin. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, give me that. That's 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 a meat beer. Woo! <laughs> that's a lot. So like a pumpkin had made love to an IPA. There's a lot going on there. It's not like a pumpkin pie. Yeah, it's like a pumpkin pie. It's very like I got cinnamon and pumpkin. So it's very, it's very it's right, what it says. It's a pumpkin beer. That's. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's two dessert beers back to back. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty sweet right now. Yeah, a little sweet. 
Uh, where's my beard? My beards are everywhere right now. Still got the Aloha now. And, oh, it's warm. Gross. It's Ew, grosser. Gross. But um, here we are again, friends. Enough of the Hong Kong. Enough of enough of all the non-silly goose things. When do we get to talk about Lies of P? Well, it's time to get silly and game like gooses, Preston. What are we playing today? We are we are playing Lies of P, but we're only going to cover the first half. Okay. We, 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 we have a tendency to yammer on about games Absolutely. and with how much I might talk about this one. And, you know, I know, you know, we're, we're going to split it into two. Now, do you want me to go through the, the quick summary and the little facts about the game? I there? think you have a lot better summary than I do. Okay, let's do it. It's called Teamwork, everybody. If you have a problem with it, send Thanks us an email. Work. Follow us on social media. Give us five stars on Spotify so we can keep this going. And you can t- continue to harass us. I feel like it's the ultimate deal. You keep, us giving, a, keep giving us five stars. You follow us on social media. It's a free pass to harass us. Um, but don't take it to too... Harass. Only harass us on Twitter by saying, hey, you're a poo-poo face. Wait, wait for that to happen. Who, who just laughed? I felt someone laughed. That was literally... <laughs> Bleep that name out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, just being conscientious. But anywho, we have a quick summary of Liza P, which comes directly from their website, which is www.lizap.com. So... The overall gist of Liza P, you are a puppet created by Geppetto, yes, that is Geppetto like Pinocchio, who's caught in a web of lies with unimaginable monsters and untrustworthy figures standing in between you and the events that have befallen the world of Liza P, aka the City of Crot. Now, the story begins with you waking up to a mysterious voice that guides you through the plagued city of Krat, like I just mentioned, a once lovely place that has been poisoned with madness and bloodlust. So a little bit more about the game of Lies of P. Lies of P is a Souls-like game developed by NeoWiz Gaming and Round 8 Studio, but ultimately published by NeoWiz Gaming, which is a gaming studio based out of South Korea. Lies of P itself is a Souls-like game that takes on the traditional gameplay of a third-person action RPG slash game. Whatever, um, whatever, words are hard. It's a, it's a Soulsborne it, game. It it's is. a third, third-person RPG. That's, that's, it's, it's a Soulsborne spin. That's, that's all you need that, to know. That is... Uh, Loosely based on mm-hmm. uh, Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. And if you need more on what is a Souls-like game, Google it. I'm not Google. Do your own research. Like I did my half-ass research for this. Sorry for having to use a big boy word like that and <laughs> saying ass. Words. But it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Ass? Probably like a donkey. So it's, it's yeah, yeah. So They read their, they, so they ha- read their ha- ass. Half sin free, half sin free with that one. Mm-hmm. That's a freebie. It's a freebie. Everybody gets one, like Spider-Man. Where am I on this? Uh, anyway, uh, with the Soulslike game, players are forced to adapt yourself and your weapons to face untold horrors, untangled, unfathomable secrets of the city's elites, and choose whether to confront predicaments with the truth or weave lies to overcome them on the journey to find yourself. Much like we all are, like when pressing backpack across Europe to avoid tax fraud. <laughs> Now, the game features a very robust RPG element of being able to spec out your character, which is P at that point. So I don't think it's... I guess it's the same. Who is P? I gotta go P. That's that's for sure. I've been drinking beers all day. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. I've already broken the seal. Don't worry about that, everybody. I'm wearing a diaper now, so we don't have to worry about that. It's a little small. <laughs> I'm cutting off circulation. Bar- bar- barring, barring I'm borrowing my baby boys size 2 diapers. <laughs> But it's got an insane weapon customization, a lying system, and a freaking cool prosthetic arm that can change to anything based on your playstyle. Like I believe you had the grappling hook one. I stuck with the shield the entire time. Nice. Yeah, I, I tried the I tried the hook. I tried the flamethrower. Shield was the best thing for me. Will work for you. Mm-hmm. 
And like always, we get some fun, fun, but not funny facts about our game, Lies of P. First fact. Lies of P currently has a Metacritic score for PS5 since we played on PS5 of 80. Oh, God. So, so yeah, no, I, I don't agree that with that. That is so low. I don't even think, like, I don't even know what the critics are saying. I'm like, it's a good game. Like, oh, spoiler. Or is it? We'll find out later. Um, but I don't think I don't think it's uh, I think it's good in the sense of it like it's it deserving more of an eighty. Now Steam and for Xbox I think it's Steam it's like an eighty four Xbox is eighty three. So I think eighty four eighty five range I think that's very accurate. I don't think it's like a trash game like Starfield or anything like that. Got every episode. Got every episode. Got to remind the world that yeah you know, I, I wasn't gonna hate on Starfield. I'm definitely not one of those people who are gonna like you know. You're not going to bring it up for like the next year. No, absolutely not. Am I going to buy an Xbox? No. Do I want to play a game where it gets into the actual... It starts getting... You get really into it 40 hours in? Definitely not. No. (laughs) That's insane to me. I want to be done at 40 hours. But anywho... Yeah, no. For a PS5, score of 80. Which I don't understand why it's different across the different platforms. I don't think... I, I think people gave it negative reviews just if they didn't like the genre of the game. Yeah. This, This... the genres can be polarizing. Yeah. Where people don't like it because it's difficult. True. Um, but, you know, I feel like this is one of the more accessible. Oh, absolutely. Uh, from, uh, like, Souls-like games. I think in terms of accessible Souls-like games, it goes the Star Wars games, uh, like Jedi Survivor. Yes. And then it goes, then there's Liza P, for sure. Because um, just because you like Liza P, similar to how Preston said, if you like FromSoft war games, FromSoft doesn't mean you're going to like all FromSoft games. Right. Um, just like with me, how I thought Liza P would translate into Sekiro has it not. It has yet. not. It has not yet. Probably Bloodborne. Probably Bloodborne would be a better one. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, mm-hmm. we'll keep living that dream. Yeah. Or, one day, <laughs> Preston will get his wishes one day. Um, another fun fact: our wives both thought it was called Eliza P. Eliza, not lies, <laughs> lies of P. Now here's my Nigel Thornberry impression. Eliza, <laughs> smashing <laughs> poachers. Marianne, woo! People get the woo. It's a very niche clip of him on a tightrope, and he's like, "Marianne, watch me!" Woo! He spins forward and he spins backwards. Really funny. If they ever need to like another voice actor for uh, Nigel Thornberry, I think you should throw your name in the hat. Man, so glad I got my doctorate just to go into voice acting. But some more fun facts about Liza P. As of October 2023, which was last month, Liza P. had sold 1 million copies. Woo! Pretty good. Uh, it's also currently nominated for three awards in 2023, which includes Best Visual Design, Best Art Direction, and Best Role Playing Game for the Game Awards. So just to be clear, Best Art Direction and Best Role Playing Game, that's for the Game Awards. The other one, Best Visual Design, it's some other awards, but I don't know. I'm sure it'll get more awards. They seem very arbitrary. Yeah. I think... I think uh... In my opinion, Liza P should have gone where Resident Evil 4 went. See, that's funny because I think Final Fantasy 16 should have gone to each their own, though. Well, I, well Final Fantasy... Oh, no, or is Final Fantasy 16 not in the game? No, it's not in the game of the year. So it's not. Think? Yeah, we're, we're talking about game of the year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Final... Uh, not Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy Evil 4. Final Resident Fantasy. Evil 4 is not an RPG. True. So, anyway, that's my opinion. But for our last... Fun quote, but not really funny quote. Liza P, you guessed it, is based on the actual fairy tale story of Pinocchio. Which is, you're going to get a kick out of this. So the so the fairy tale is an Italian fairy tale written in 1883. 
written by Carlo Kevin. Oh, so you already knew that one. Yeah, that's that's a fun. You won't get no one will get that until the next episode. But yeah, it was written by Carlo. But I remember you sent me Carlo Calido or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, Danny DeVito, Carlo, <laughs> Jersey Shore up in here. It's ta- <laughs> it's Italian. Hey. hey hey hey! I don't know if that's is that you lost. No one does. <laughs> Preston just did the the thing where you hold up your hand and it's like. Anyways, I lost. I lost the game. What's another middle school thing? Yeah, anywho. But um, no, it's really it's really cool how they did the twist on the whole fairy tale of Pinocchio. Not like the Disney Pinocchio. Because especially like, I remember you sent me a Reddit article and it was like showing how the Black Rabbit Brotherhood plays into it. I was like, oh, that's neat. And like how the Red Fox and Black Cat. Oh, it's really cool. It's, yeah, it, well, I tried to, I haven't read the Pinocchio story but like i the the story i sent you was like how each the red fox the black cat and the the rabbit and how they're all characters inside the pinocchio story yeah and how they all make references or how they all come up inside lies of p yeah which is just really cool obviously there's gonna be other stuff in <laughs> lies of p where i'm like i'm pretty sure it wasn't in the disney adaptation of pinocchio there's no pleasure island which i'm really <laughs> about oh man but enough of the facts. Let's talk about the apocalyptic world that we call Lights of P. And this is where Preston is going to take the reins and he's leading the discussion. I'm leading. I'm trying to. So like Will said, you kind of open up to a, uh, you're in a train and there's a story that says, help, help. There's like a a, a, a voice that comes up. And so you you go down on the train and you get to pick out your first weapon. Which weapon did you pick? Dude, great, your... great sword. Yeah. Great sword, yeah. Yeah, I wanted the power. I wanted the power. Yep. So that's my that's my generic whenever I play these kinds of, game, kinds of games is that if I don't know what to play, I usually go strength build. Mm-hmm. And so on my first playthrough, I did strength build. No, he said first, first playthrough. This freaking nerd has done multiple. <clears throat> He's insane. <laughs> insane. Ugh. If I like something, I'll play it again and again. And, Is that what you but I, fi- I figured out later that I like I like more the the dexterity or technique. Oh, okay. Builds. Interesting. And okay. I figured out that I kind of like for these games I like the the quick opening attack because it kind of trivializes a lot of the yeah it uh, does. lower or like the lower tier enemies yes. and you can kind of blaze through it. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't pack much of a punch. But we'll get into that. Yeah. Anywho. So let's see. So we learned that there's a puppet frenzy. Once tamed puppets are now murderous. So basically, Murder. so basically there are these uh, puppets that were your butlers, your that will do whatever for you, but they turned into they will kill you. Mm-hmm. So what is going on there? I think I have. I'm trying to find my my funny quote on there. It's like the um, that show. Like, <laughs> is it cake? Is this a puppet? Will it hurt? <laughs> I just saw the internet. Yeah, is it cake? <laughs> that's what it, like, it's always a guess. Like I'm gonna target this puppet. Is it gonna kill me? No, it's not. Okay, cool. We're good. Okay, good. There's some that are like dead already, but then some of which are they're gonna kill you. Um, so they're also killing you with candlesticks and stop signs. There's, like they're just killing you with whatever they could, whatever they could grab. Yeah, yeah. They're tears of the kingdom in this light. There's like. Finding wherever they find the crown and <laughs> just going to throw it. Candlestick attached to a stop. It's like, here we go, baby. <laughs> so the first mini boss we come across is a uh, large police, like a police, um, a puppet that's like beating something Man. into the 
ground, like Father Gascoigne. Yeah. And Bloodborne. Mm. What was your what was what was your first impression? Uh, this thing's gonna fuck me up real fast. Let me tell you what. What? The puppet was gonna was gonna mess me yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I, I played the demo first, and like this was like is this is kind of a turning point for me. Is like if I can't beat this thing, I don't want to play it because it like I expected like to one shot it destroyed me. It destroyed me. And that's uh-huh. when I feel like oh if I if I block and it's fine to die. It's totally fine to die, but it's like. I had to learn, like, oh, it's, like, there's a lot more to this than just, like, going in, guns blazing, attacking it. Right. Yeah. You actually have to... The, yeah, we, we played the demo yeah. for this, and this was, uh, like, kind of a, what the heck is going on? At first, I didn't like the gameplay of this, but, yeah. you know, come around, once you figure out how to actually play it, yeah, where you actually need to, like, parry or when to block and when to dodge, mm-hmm. when you're figuring that out, uh, this guy messed me up definitely during the mm-hmm. demo. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that one I learned like the, the beauty of guarding because it, it helps tremendously yes guarding at the right time yeah the 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 perfect parry is still very tight yeah but um, especially since the last they did a patch where they had a pretty big update I don't know if you recently yeah no, so they, like, like within like a few days yeah it was like 1.2 or something like that okay and they uh Made where a lot of the the moves. One of the complaints that I had and and that a lot of other people had was that like the enemies would go and kind of go, and like they're just kind of like it's, it's hard to gauge that. Yeah, yeah it's like you're just like you just like expects like a yeah, but then they would just, like have a big wind up and then a quick. It's just like impossible to gauge. And it's yeah, like you, you can't gauge it, but they've they've really kind of done a good job of fixing that in the latest mm-hmm. update. So we go the murderous puppet. Got through our first impressions of him. Um, so then we go to Crot uh, proper. We see the town square for the first time. It's Ooh. rainy. It's dismal. Murder. It, there's murder everywhere. There robot dogs. Puppet dogs. Puppet Excuse dogs. me. Yeah, that's not the kind of dog I want to keep. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Put that dog not down. Man. Fido, not doing. I, I like. I, I was like a shelter and just put a lot of dogs down that day. There's a there's a PA system that says <laughs> that's telling all the uh, now dead citizens to remain calm. The puppet <laughs> frenzy is under control. Crot is safe. The, the puppets are imprinted with the Grand Covenants to prioritize human safety. Everybody remain calm. It is under control. Uh, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow. Okay. Well, that's- this is, this is all the time he's like, uh, don't trust the government, not even your local government. <laughs> so we make through our way through the uh, main, the, the first uh, area. I really like the ambiance, mm-hmm. and it feels very much like Bloodborne yeah. at this at this point. It's, it's rainy, it's dismal, it's medieval. It's I'm terrifying. Really liking, it's, it's very creepy. I'm liking it a lot. Um, then we make our way to the first uh, boss of the... the uh, was it the parade master? Yeah, yep, exactly. Oh, the powerful look, look par- parade master. Look at him, that bastard. Um, what did you think about the parade master? Um, I feel like he was a good like first boss um, mm-hmm. going in because uh, I was cause I played him on the demo, and that's where I kind of that's where my playthrough stopped with the demo. It was like I don't want to do this; it's too hard. But then it's kind of like looking back, it's like oh, you can cheese this boss like super easily. Um, I, it was very like rewarding. Beating him because like once I figured out like oh if I get this like nice little electric boost power up I can buy from the shop going into it it makes it a little bit easier in learning how electricity works with the puppets. Um, I beat it in three tries, 
very proud of myself. Very proud of myself. Slight flex. Luring into a false sense of confidence going forward to the next boss. But anyway, but it was like, it was kind of a, I think it was a good boss. I think it was a good, like, first introduction. Like, oh, here's, like, here's how you get all these small tier puppets. And here's, like, the, the master of them all. And here he is going to fuck your day up real good. So mm-hmm. let me tell you what. I liked him. I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of issues with him the first time, but then when I did New Game Plus, I absolutely bullied him. It was. I, I did play a little bit of New Game Plus, and I rinsed him. I was a little bit lazy, so I went through a lot of my, my uh, health potions and everything. But I was also like, let's, let's look this guy up real good. Let's mm-hmm. get. I got a, this big old saw blade on a pokey stick, and I was like, it was good. It was fine. It was fun. The, the, the cool thing about uh, Lies of P is that if you perfect parry, if you perfect block a uh, person enough, yeah. you'll break their weapon. Oh, can you do that for the Prey Master? Yes. Uh, see, I didn't even try it. I was just dodging you like did. crazy. <laughs> I, I, I perfect, I like, I like stopped attacking him enough to where I was like, I want to see if I can break his uh, little like cage thing. Yeah. And I, and I obliterated That's it. That's really cool. And then he's just like that. sitting there trying to hit you with a limp noodle. And it's, it's, so, it's so funny. <laughs> But that was a, that's another cool feature of the the game, the, like the stagger mode and everything, because that's when like it got to the point where I got better at the game. I was like, I gotta stagger this character. If I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna die, and it ruins my whole strategy for everything. Yep. But yeah. But no. Uh, so we, we bully the parade master, yes. and then the next place we go to is Hotel Crot. Hotel Crot, which is like the uh, Firelink Shrine of the Dark Souls world, which is just your central hub, the place where you're safe. You're never gonna have any issues with anybody attacking you. You have your vendors where you can buy things, upgrade things. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, you, you just make it, make it more Wilson Lester. Make it make it sense for me. You said that hot the hotel. I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Is this an Embassy Suites or is this a Red Roof Inn that we're going into? This is an this is more than an Embassy Suite. This is a luxury uh, hotel that only the prim and proper can go to. Can only, oh. only that's the only place that oh. they can afford. Oh, that's a what's a shitty hotel chain? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. So to get into this hotel, you have to tell your first lie. Ooh, sinning. According to the Grand Covenant, a puppet cannot lie. So the only thing that the uh, security system has in place is: Are you a puppet? or Are you human? Pretty Ooh. terrible. Uh, whoever designed that should be fired. They they trust that the the Grand Covenant's way too much. Mm-hmm. So uh, you say, "Well, I'm a human," and they said, "All right, well, welcome in, welcome aboard." <laughs> on my on my new game plus, I try to see like what would happen if I had said I, I was a, a, a puppet. And Nothing. They said, nope. I was like, oh. Lame. Uh, well, what about now? Are you a human or a yeah. puppet? It, no, now I'm, I'm a puppet. <laughs> well, what about now? Right, Are you cool. human or a puppet? <laughs> But yeah, we make our way into Hotel Craft, a place I and could we, probably never afford in my life. No. And we have all our NPCs. You want to go over, we want us to go over uh, a little bit of... Yeah, baby girl Sophia. Oof. She is... Oof. She's a, she's a blue angel. Give her an eight. At eight. Ha! Because she got some powers. What? Eight, only an eight? Eight out of eight. It's a hundred. Eight out of eight? Do I need a Matthew right now? Eight out of eight is a hundred percent. What scale is is an eight out of eight? You're asking me what scale we have. Do you know what this podcast is? I just the last one I, the last game I reviewed, I rated. I said it was a book with a cool cover. Look at my boys upset. Upset now. <laughs> oh no, Sophia's cool. I like her. I like the the mystery behind her because she's the one that wakes you up and everything. Mm-hmm. The, it's like why did she wake us up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But um, so we got Sophia, and then there's um, there's Eugenie. Eugenie, yes, love she, her. She is. Uh, it took me a while to pr- figure out how uh, you actually put Eugenie. Eugenie. That's how they uh, say it. Uh, but she's kind of our uh, uh, person that upgrades our weapons. Blacksmith. She's our blacksmith. Yeah. Where you go to upgrade your weapons, and then we don't have uh, Vanini yet, but not yet. We have a, a generic. Uh, oh, what's his name? The it's book. not Puccinella. It's a uh, Puccinella. Puccinella. Uh, it's the other. We have yeah, the, the butler. We have the butler of. Uh, um, let me just go down to where I actually make. <laughs> we got a um, little robot butler who serves Lady um, what Antonia. Hey. Hey. Lady A, but she's a. Uh, can I describe who she Anton- is? Antonia. She's an old lady in a wheelchair who owns the hotel. She sits in front of a large old portrait of herself. She also, uh, spoiler alert, she gets the p- petrification disease. We will, we'll let everyone know what that is later. later. Paulin, Paulandina. Paulandina is her butler. Uh, and she is the one that we, uh, she has a big old crush. Or he has a big old crush on Lady Antonia. Let's give her the puppet D. Yeah. Cooter Brown. Cooter Brown. He gets the Cooter Brown Award. Uh, Miss Cooter Brown, the legend of old Cooter Brown. Ooh, we haven't talked about Jiminy. We also also oh, yeah. have a uh, Jiminy. Uh, Jiminy uh, hangs from a lantern at your hip like uh, Mimir from God of War. But Jiminy is a lot more annoying. Yeah, I like Jiminy. What are you talking he about? He was annoying as fuck. He was my boy. He was my boy right there. Like, um, like there's like going going through the story, you would have such a sincere moment. And then it's like, wow, that was nuts, wasn't it? Oh my god! Like, where did we go from here? It's like, it wow, like, that's not a plot device, if, if anything. It's like, oh my gosh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, the I think I think the Mimir, um equivalent. Mimir was funny. That was a, that was a good one. I, oh no, I was saying like the like comparing him to like right. uh, Mimir makes sense. I was like, oh, he's like Cortana with Master Chief. No, Mimir makes more sense. Like he's kind of yeah. And then, um, yeah, we got. Jim- I like Jiminy. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying. I think you're just. I don't think you're. Hating. Maybe I'm just being grumpy. You're a Jiminy hater. But that's all the NPCs we have at the moment. Yeah. But next we go to. Let's see. Too many notes. Too many. Elysium notes. Boulevard. So Woo! Elysium Boulevard is kind of where all the uh, the the fancy boutiques the and Boulevard Broken Dreams. The Green Day was talking about. Mm. They just were telling the future because that this game came out 20 years before. That album, American Idiot. idiot. Anywho, we also get our first Legion arm. So we kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah. But our Legion arm is a bit like our uh, Shinobi prosthetic from Sekiro. Yeah. So you can kind of customize it to whatever you want it. Wilson's got his baby boy. Oh, Willie Mammoth. Oh, baby boy's happy now. The baby mammoth is happy now. Uh, Okay. Wait, 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 so we. I'm, Elysium... so, I'm so distracted now. <laughs> We're on Elysium. You, got, you guys are so adorable. Oh, thank you. We're, We're Elys- talking about our first Legion arm. Yeah. So it's like your Shinobi prosthetic. It can be. You can customize it to whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. There's. Uh, it's. It goes in your left hand when your weapon goes in your right. Right. So your your left hand can have like flames. It can or like fire, or it can have uh, electricity. It can be a big shield, or it can be a uh, a puppet string, which is what I like the most. You like that a lot. 
I did. Yeah. So you can kind of customize it to whatever you want it to yeah, be. Yeah, so your gaming needs. I like that aspect. So I think your first one was the electric one. Yeah, that's the, that's the new... Well, it goes to the grappling hook. If I went grappling hook, then you get the electric arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. So you get that. So off to Elysian Boulevard. Um, there's a couple of notable enemies. They call them elites. There's a white puppet uh, police guy that's on top of the ladders there where you're kind of on top of a platform. Yeah. And he's not too bad, but you kind of make your way through there. You got to fight him. He's a bit like the first uh, big Man, boss. Man, I had so much trouble with him. He, Did you? I think. Wait, no, no, the other one. The There's the second one. There's the yeah, second that, one. Yeah, that's the one that messed me up like so much. I was like, this is ridiculous. I, I can do this. Yeah, he's he's like your first brute. There's he's there's the first one that's like a police, and then there's another one that's just like this big burly uh, yeah. brute figure. And so the brute figure gave me a hard time too. Yeah, no, he was. Because I think like those brutes have uh, the quartz and everything, which we'll get into later. But um, yeah, those those are hard. Those are worse than enemy. Uh, the the uh, elites, they're the worst. They're the- so we get through all that, and then we find the our first like kind of through the window NPC. To which, the wall. To the window. To the wall. Um, so sweat drop down. You're what? Your fall. Oh, like fall. good run. Good way to keep it PG. <laughs> but like talking through talking to NPCs behind a window was very bloodborne. Yeah, I, I actually I don't know if you've ever played. I, like, I was gonna say I missed that that side quest. I, I got to it later, but I was like, oh, I didn't know this was here. Oh yeah, the, where you're in the quarantine zone, or yeah. like apparently that whole area was a quarantine zone for the petrification yeah. disease. And this uh, woman's like, "Can you find my baby?" Can you please find and go find my baby? Oh God! Oh no! Oh no! I know. I saw this online. I know. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Oh, I don't God. like that one. So that's your first one. She's like, "Oh my gosh, can you? Can you? I got separated from my baby whenever we were through the quarantine zone. Can you please go find my baby?" And we're like, "I'm not sure. We'll go find your baby." Oh no! So. Uh, well, I guess to finish that one up. No, yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll get, get to that we'll, later. We'll okay. try, we, need, we, there's, we have to talk about how we get to Geppetto. <laughs> I said, oh, God. I didn't know that. So at the bottom, right in that same area, there's a police puppet that absolutely bullied me the yep. first time yep, I same. tried. To, he just obliterated me into the ground. I was like, this game is not fun anymore. And it's like, it's like I'm having, you could run past him, but it's like, I want to get, I want to beat him. Yep. But he is a bully. Yep. And so finally, you know, he's... This is where we stand up to bullies. No bullying, 2023. No bullying so, anyway. <clears throat> Ooh, and the next one is, uh, as we're, we progress through, we, we, fit, we bully the bully yeah. with, the, with the police. The yes. next section is the Mad Donkey. That one was, uh, that was a moment where I was like, I'm good at this game. I can do anything. I'm finally an expert. Because, like, I beat him in two tries. I was very proud of myself. That is better than me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, because I, I think what would trigger me. So to set it up, you kind of you stumble upon the mad donkey attacking Geppetto's carriage and everything. He's like, "Come out, you coward! You you caused all this. We know what you did. We know what you did. We know who you're with. Um, but that that fight was so like because if you get around him. You could sat, You can do the the creep. Yes, I learned that very fast. Like, oh, this is easy. And that's I did not learn that very fast. It took me forever. But then that's the way you beat him. As you go and that's where I learned. Like, if every human you fight, it's so easy. That that like the humans compared to the puppets were easy, easy people. Also, like, um, broke his weapon. I was like, okay, I, I've got this. But I think I got discovered on the first one. I like I died because I was reckless. And then on the second one, 
I was able to get it pretty easily. But yeah, and then you kind of run into Geppetto. Mm, yep. So we 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 have our first encounter with Geppetto, who is yeah. the maker of the puppets. Yeah. How, how do we feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, hmm, that's a little weird, but we'll, we'll 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 roll with it for don't, now. Don't know how to feel about that. You're you you don't know if he's the good guy or bad guy. Are we point. talking to the devil? We talked to the, it's like like I said you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy and at first I'm like all right he's a good guy I mean he's like oh it's so good to see you my boy oh oh daddy daddy oh, give me daddy daddy I want uppies daddy give me give me uppies give me uppies <laughs> papa I would like to be father <laughs> so we meet him and he gives us the key to our our next place that we need to go to our heart to our heart <laughs> so. Anyway, the the notable thing about the 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 next area before we face the uh, corrupted parade leader mm-hmm. is that Police we bed. get our yeah. we get our first glimpse at the petrification disease. Yeah. Who uh, that's like part of the uh, yeah. And there's like a there's like a corpse against the wall. Yeah, that's right. And that gave me significant Last of Us. That was, that was very much that's cordyceps five thousand yes. percent cordyceps. And so like there's just like this this puppet. Or thing like against the wall with like fungus growing out of it. Yeah. I was like, this is Last of Us. And so that's basically what I, I got. Now I, I was yep. like, I, oh, bet, I bet Will got the yeah. same vibe. Scrapped Watchmen. That's what I was meant to say. So before the Scrapped Watchmen, we also find the uh, baby puppet for the weeping woman, who is what uh, we were just talking about. And so she was weeping about a baby puppet. Oh, it was a baby puppet? Oh, I thought mm-hmm. it was a baby baby. No, baby. Puppet. Oh, thank. I don't care about this at all. Oh anymore. my god! I thought it was a baby. I was like, "Cause he, oh, cause I, I think we're. Are you talking about the 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 big elite smashing the ground like it's Donkey Kong from Super Smash Brothers? You know what I'm talking about? The one I'm, before the scrap ball? Yes, and you got you got City Hall. Yeah. Okay, maybe maybe we're talking about two different things. Anywho, yeah, I thought that was like an actual baby there when I read online. I thought it was you baby played baby. it four times. You're more right than I am. Anywho, <laughs> so anyway, we have a, a uh, the next the next major boss. He's like an actual boss. Mm-hmm. Is the scrapped watchman? And he's a train conductor, and he hits like a truck. He's a train conductor. Like I mean, that's what he looks like. He's got the mustache, and then he's just like, absolutely. I, I, one thing I love I love about this game because it reminds me a lot of Bioshock is that you can pick up on who the big baddie you're about to fight because of all the lore that is dropped throughout the game. And so like I learned about the corrupted watchman because it was talking about how. I don't know if he was a train conductor, but he was like a... He was, I thought he was supposed to be a policeman. Like the super state-of-the-art policeman that was supposed to protect everyone, but he kept malfunctioning and everything. And I think he killed somebody. Malfunctioning. And so, yeah. But um, I love getting those little bits and pieces where, like, you're about to stumble upon this big baddie and he's going to, like, you know, he's going to wreck you. But the, for me... The Scrap Watchman is a, is a tough cookie. Like, he, he's, he's a tough one. Did you use a Spectre? I tried not to. I use a Spectre. Oh, the, the, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not an elitist. You yeah. play the way that you want to enjoy the game. I played every boss with a Spectre, and I beat this bad boy in two tries. Good for you. That's Dude, awesome. these, these first bosses lured me into a sense of confidence I didn't need I to be lured into. Ass. I thought that. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This guy, gave me, this guy gave me a bit of a fit. And I think I may have had, for, especially for the first playthrough, I think I was like, all right, I need a Spectre. And so... I think maybe for this one, I think I did use a specter, and that way just have somebody that I can just, you know, look over here. Yeah. And that way I could just hit him really hard. Yeah. And I didn't actually have to learn his move sets. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's, that's how that's how I beat the game. <laughs> Distractions. It's all about what what you enjoy. Exactly. Um, so we beat him. Then we go back, and since now uh, Geppetto is at the hotel, mm-hmm. we also get our first look at P organs. Yeah. What are P organs? Um. Well, that's the boy part. <laughs> What and the and then the V organs is the lady parts, right? What am I not? I mean, if, the, if Pinocchio was a lady, it would definitely be V V organ. <laughs> no, P organs are the um, what is it? What is it called? What's it called? What's it called? It's basically like your like compared to Spider Man Two, it's like your suit upgrades essentially, but it's like perks. It's perks. That's what it is. Yeah. It's perk it's upgrades. Perks. Yeah. And the P upgrades, like it's it's very unique how they set it up. You'll basically have a primary upgrade that's like all right you'll get more uh health upgrades yeah Um, but then you have to spend multiple quarts to get that upgrade which is what you got from being that brute policeman that yeah like many bosses yeah stop bullying 2020 i like that it was a unique way to upgrade like you have to kind of spend multiple small upgrades to get one big upgrade yeah and so but then sometimes the uh, big upgrade or like a would actually be the equivalent of a small upgrade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'll yeah. get more pulse cells with like three oh, you upgrades. Get, you versus... get an extra fable art. Yeah. So next we're told that we need to go rescue Vanini. Mm-hmm. Vanini oh. is like the Tony Stark of the... <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, like, he's like a playboy. Uh, my, uh, my note is, off to save Vanini at the factory. The fool taking on puppets. Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbass. In my notes about it, next are not <laughs> not so kind about the game. Because <laughs> then we, we make our way what to the factory, right? Yeah, we have yeah. the union workshop, and um, that area has like a bunch of uh, smoke pipes in the background, so it's like very industrial. Man, getting to the factory itself was a pain in the ass. Let me tell you what, because of all like all the puppets and everything, like they're like I think there was a couple of big ones in there. They would just mess me up, and then by the time I get through all that. I get to the part where it's like this little bridge, and I just got messed up. I yeah, I, the ambush at the bit. And the I think bridge. I got fell off, or I I got bullied. It was terrible. It was terrible. So I had to cheese that section just to get across the bridge. It was mm-hmm. awful because people shot me. They shoot me. The you, the you, they shot me in the streets. Yep. Yeah, I have a notable enemies: brute, the ambush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get absolutely obliterated by the ambush. Oh, for uh, sure. Fun fact: there's a little organ sound that's playing like. That lays as the main theme of the the background, mm-hmm. and that that note, as soon as I heard it, is actually the opening note for my favorite song by uh, Greta Van Fleet. Wake me up before you go go. No, <laughs> <laughs> Heat Above. Uh, and it's, oh, is it really? Yeah, it's like well, it's just it's not, oh, it's, it's it's just a single note. Yeah, yeah it's just a note that's like it's like one of the primary notes, and it's just kind of like oh, that's Heat Above. Yeah. Heat Above is um, also a great song, by the way. I don't, I don't want to, thanks man I like, I like Greta I like Greta my wife has a tattoo of it or has the uh, tattoo of that of the note no nothing <laughs> the look Preston just gave me <laughs> he was like, like I, I am so tired of you right now <laughs> <laughs> um but we also have our first uh king of riddles yeah riddle yeah what do you think about him um he reminds me of the riddler yeah he's yeah. like Question of the, riddle me this. He sounds like a very bad radio DJ. He's he's a little annoying. Yes, I'm going to be really honest. Uh, with if you. you thought Jiminy was annoying, I think this guy is worse than Jiminy. He's worse. Yeah, like I didn't quite enjoy him. Yeah. Um, 
but his storyline, his arc is is no, is is entertaining. Didn't finish the, didn't finish the last one. I, I forget because I think we I, I failed the last last question, and then he was saying meet me here, and I just didn't do it. Did you? So you never saw his I don't know what final form. No. Girl, what? He's got a final. He's not a boss, but oh. like you see the reality of what he is. Probably like some gross freak, isn't he? In essence. Uh, cool. So we're into Vanini Works. So Vanini Works is like it's just a big industrial park. Mm. And so we actually go into Vanini Works proper. Mm. Um, past the ambush and notable enemies, we have a uh, double shield guy. What do you think about double shield guy? Double shield guy. He's like the first guy. You got Oonga, Chunga, Oonga. Oh, yeah. No, tough guy. Tough guy. I remember like when you stumble upon him, he kind of like bursts through the ceiling. It's like. Oh God! I remember oh, that. Was, no. I, I I got him one try, which I was very proud of myself. Impressive. But yeah, thank you. But it was like I was down to the wire. Like I was having to be very careful, very calm about it. But it also ran out of um, pulse pulse charges, and it had to get to the point where um, what was it? What was I trying to do? Oh, where I tried to rejuvenate by hitting it as much. Man, I hate that. I hate the factory. I hate it, it. Yeah, it, it's then you have it. a. Is, Ooh, okay. Then you have Survivor. Did, did you like the Survivor? Who was Survivor? he was like a kind of an NPC. He's like, I gotta kill all the puppets. I gotta kill them. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, he was a bitch. <laughs> that was, that I, was, I mean, not, I got that was him, not a fun boss fight. That was not because I, I got him first try, but he was just he was just just relentless. Yeah, I, I think when I went in, I didn't have I, I accidentally switched my weapon to the fire axe handle instead of what I had been using, um, and it was just like it was. Just, I didn't have a fun time, and then I got my right weapon, and I like he didn't have a fun time, so I was having more fun time because he wasn't having a fun time, and then we all just had a fun time. <laughs> so then we also get our uh, kind of not our first NPC, but uh, kind of a with a with the face NPC Maybe stalkers. Yeah, the stalkers. Yeah, and so we get our we introduced to the stalkers, who is the the black cat and the red fox, mm-hmm. who they wear. They're people. They're actual people that wear. They're not furries. They're a bit of like no. Preston, Preston, call them what they are. They're furries. They're fur- they are furries. We'll keep shame here. It's fine. It's 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 fine. They're not people, but they kind of <laughs> wear the the face of a, a fox and then the, a black cat who mm-hmm. ha- does have ties into uh, the story and they are very deceptive, very narcissistic uh, I w- people. Yeah, I was very concerned. Like, oh, I have to fight them here, and I was like, let me just leave them alone for right yeah. now. Yeah. But they were like, yeah, we were this one that one guy in the uh, the factory over there. He told us to help him. We said, no, nah, we're not going in there. Are you crazy? And I was like, well, I guess I'm crazy. But no, I want to talk about this. God, the one the one puppet that's like a furnace and everything. God, I hate <laughs> this is scary. That was awful. Because when you like when you were first big go- flame bitch. Is yeah. Because <laughs> when you're going down the tunnels, because like there's that one big like it reminded me of Armor Core Six, the big mech thing. Where you can drain all the um, the what what was it? It was the, the fluid that was that would give you some bad perk. I can't remember what it's called, but you can go down there. You can drain it, but as you're like going towards a wall, he just bursts through like he's the Kool Aid <laughs> man. He's <laughs> yep. like, "What's up?" <laughs> and then he proceeded to beat the crap out of me, and my wife kept watching me fail over and over again to the point where I beat him. We both let out a yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> both let out a yay. Um, yeah they actually fixed that where you know you had the rising dodge uh where yeah that 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 enemy could stun lock you yeah 
Yeah, no. It's, and it's perfectly fine when you stunlock uh, an enemy, but yeah, when they stunlock you... It's not fair. It's not fair. It's it, it's illegal, some would say. It's illegal. They should be arrested. Absolutely. Uh, Immediately I, jail. Tried. Go, go to jail. Immediate jail. Immediate jail. Immediate jail. And so they actually fixed that, where you actually get the rising dodge uh, out of the uh, gate now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. God, that would be nice to have. Yep. So they fixed <sighs> that where you don't get stunlocked by Thanks, that Thanks, Wiz Gaming. Losers. They fixed it in the end, um, but that guy gave gave us fits. Mm-hmm. Also, I figured out what that little um, behind that guy. There's a lever, and I had no idea what that lever was. But the lever really uh, eliminated the corruption. Yeah, that was. That's what I was trying to say. The fluid, the, the corruption. fluid, the, the, the corruption, <laughs> the decay that was uh, underneath the puppet of the future. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, the big bad of that area, I called him Fling Crotch. Because, boy, was he. And the reason why we had to go there was because when you find Vanini, he's like, Oh, boo-hoo, my puppy my butler. My puppy, my butler. He, he went down to go fetch my monocle. <laughs> oh, these pores, they're making my life more hard. Yep. He's definitely like a one percenter. Like, let's be honest. He's a one percenter. Oh, he's a point oh five. Like, he's, he's the, he is the top dog. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, so he, like, tasked us with, like, go check on my butler. And you go down to, first off, getting there was, like... You have another another shovel flame bitch. Yeah. (laughs) And he was just... That's trying to mess you up again. Yeah. So, but I found, like... Of course, you can... As the little scaredy pants I was, I decided to run and avoid all that. But you can do it by kind of going up in the rafters and kind of sneaking your way across and get to the end and just kind of like sprint on down. Yep. Yep. So that's what I did every single time. And which... Nice. It... Which... Uh, in my first playthrough, I didn't realize that there was a... What are those... What are the safe points called? The checkpoints? What are those called? Oh, stargazers? Stargazers. Didn't know there was one by Vanini. Oh, did you not? So I had to go to the one that's at the very front of the oh, freaking factory. Goodness. Thank Bless God I had the shortcuts open, but I had to go over everything. It was a long run. Then I discovered... Oh, there it is. Bless your heart. Bless my heart, indeed, good sir. You know, we we say that in the South whenever somebody's a bit of a dumbass. But, you know, that's fine. You know, I thought you were being genuine. (laughs) Now I just turned out you're just... I said stop bullying 23. Let's just stop pressing altogether. Did you not see the big... big, big, I can't believe I said, yeah, you can totally host this. This is fine. (laughs) Lead the discussion. Nothing bad will come of this. Bless your heart. Hey. 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 I'm just kidding. Hey, it's for horses. (laughs) So did you have a hard time with the? Uh, that, was, uh, that was the first time I had a hard time. Early in the I day. hate it. I hate this boss. Because to be was, honest, I hate man, him. He was. I feel like he was too overpowered, and like your specter was an idiot and would die instantly. Yep. And like, I think like this is like okay, they need to nerf this guy, but you eventually kind of get to because when he makes the ground on fire and everything, that's where it made it. When he has like liquid diarrhea on the ground, <laughs> and just, just causes everything. Hot to be, spicy diarrhea. It just causes everything to be. Uh, Fire, what's it called? Overburn or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. What's the fun thing about that when you ever get like when you overheat? If you if you roll around, it the uh, it goes down Does like it as really? you roll. It's like it's like stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, roll. <laughs> I thought it was like a very fun thing. You know, for someone who's on fire, that's very fun. But you know, beating him was very like satisfying. It took it took me. A, it took me like ten tries, honest to God. I had I had a lot. I had a hard time with this guy, mm-hmm. and I had to use. I definitely had to, uh, for my first playthrough, had mm-hmm. to rely on a, uh, 
Spectre for this guy. I had I had a really hard time. Terrible know, Spectre. Maybe he was, was a terrible Spectre. He was a terrible Spectre, but I don't know why I had such a hard time, but I did. It, I, I feel like a lot of people should have a hard time with this boss. Yeah. Like I probably put him on the top five hardest bosses of this game. Anywho, so we get past that. So we get past that, and so now we have saved Nini, who is the high society playboy, who is well, he calls himself the prince of high society. Tony Stark. Yep, he's the Tony Stark, and he uh, his primary purpose is the grindstone and the legion arm. Yeah. You want to talk about a little bit about the grindstone? Yeah, it's essentially like where. So I kind of touched on it in the beginning, where before the the parade master, you can get like the special ability, like you can make it electric, like you make your weapon electric and everything. Um, what was it like? So essentially, it gets it to where like you can do it whenever you want to, but only once, like only until you die and everything. So it's nice. So it's not, like your weapon perk is no longer like a consumable. It's like, oh, I can actually have this. Right. And like early on, it's just like very basic, like fire, electric, corruption. And I think like the later ones, you get really cool stuff. Yep. So he's he's now an NPC back at the uh, Hotel Kratz. Hotel Kratz. Hotel Kratz. But he gives you those special grindstones. Um, but next stop is the Moonlight Town. So there's a mine shaft there that's a bit of a bit of a bitch. Man, this so, was the, that was I I, I I thought this game was just about puppets. I thought it was just a puppet show gone wrong. Turns out it's Resident Evil Four. <laughs> there's playing, zombies here. I was like, uh, I texted Preston. I was like, this is um, there's zombies in this game. Can you tell me why there's zombies in this game? <laughs> yep. I was yeah, I was curious about that. So we we get past another flame bitch. And then we uh, encounter our first uh, zombie. But you know just, what? In my most recent playthrough, uh, they eliminated uh, from Moonlight Town. There's no longer zombies there. There's more puppets. Oh, that's lame. No, it's not lame because uh. because I always wondered why. Or, I mean, whenever I was doing it, we get through Moonlight Town. And there, there's like, oh, my God, there's so many things. And then in the next section, when you go up, the, we'll get to it. But they like kind of make a big deal about a zombie. And then he comes at you. It's like, we've already seen this guy. Like. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> why fair. are you making a big deal about this? But then now they've kind of made it where that zombie is the first one that you see. Yeah. So okay. Okay. More... okay. That okay. That makes sense. Continuity wise, that makes sense because I remember like the first thing is rushing me. I'm like, <gasps> scary. <coughs> Anywho, <You're> good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Oh yeah. Then then uh, did you get PTSD from uh, bridges? Yes. I started jumping through the middle of every bridge, <laughs> just because like every time you saw a bridge, the middle of it. Would I think fall like down. a lot of like going through this game, I was just very slow because I was like, "What's oh, gonna kill me next?" Let me let me. So slow then it, it would down. it would it would fall or the yeah. middle of the bridge. Yeah, would so fall. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm being very careful here. So we get through Moonlight Town, and now we have to go up a little rail car. There's a stalker there. That has their own face mask. Yeah. I don't remember what they are. But I don't you remember. Have to, you have to give them the stalker's promise, which is like a little Lie. salute. Like, you cross your, cross your heart and then like, ha. Huh. You hope to die. And you hope to die. I and you get that salute by beating the survivor. Mm -hmm. um, so if you don't, uh, one time I did not give him the promise or her the promise, and you got to fight him. Oh, shoot. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. By killing, Oh, wow. Look at me killing the survivor. Wow. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I just knew it. That's cool. That's, yeah, I didn't that's, know that's it. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, I know this one. Okay. That's but insane. That's awesome. At, uh, towards on uh, uh, uh subsequent uh, yeah. playthroughs, I noticed like, oh, I get Salker's Promise from the survivor. Mm. Oh, 
Okay, but then I was like, all right, I'm not going to give the stalkers promises. See what happens. Oh, you fight them. <laughs> yeah. They're I, not that bad. See, I had that. I had that yeah, because they're human. They're all, and then you still get to go up the yeah. rail car. I think I had that one, like, spoiled to me through TikTok. TikTok is ruined. TikTok spoiled a lot. For, I don't think, actually, no, TikTok didn't spoil too much for me for the Liza P. Because I don't think I, I didn't get the last boss. I, did, I think it read it. Spoiled a little bit more than it should. Anywho, yeah, get on the rail cart and you go to the, what is it, the, is it the church at that yeah, point? Yeah, start going yeah. to the cathedral. And yeah. on your way up, you get a more annoying dialogue from Jiminy. <laughs> you really hate Jiminy, my God. Yeah, he, 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 he's an annoying little turd. A little biatch. Um, anyway, so you go up to the cathedral. Um, let's see, well, you start out at the church. So you start at the church and you uh, talk to the freaky uh, wishstone guy. Yeah. When you wish upon uh, a star. <laughs> it looks like he's never been outside in a day in his life. Mm-hmm. But he also kind of sounds like Jiminy a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure he'll, sounds weird. He, he won't come back in the future. No, absolutely not. His storyline won't come it's back. It's not, not at all. Not relevant. important. Um, but he gives you the, the wish stone, which is like something that you can kind of... God saving, some would say. Yeah. He, he The wish stone is more like something that you can use in battle or in combat to... Uh, give you like a good buff, buff yeah. your buff your specter or buff you or buff your specter yeah you can yeah. you can i didn't i didn't use it very much um for yourself but, or for your specter i use it for my specter all the time really yeah that's part of my strat yeah um so you can get that and it's replenished by the gold fruit tree which is like a i thought you said goldfish tree at first i'm like oh that sounds like an awesome tree hell yeah <laughs> so we learn more about that in the later but the gold fruit tree is like a little like you get eight fruit an hour, and like you, it's like it, a little coin, yeah, yeah, gold coin tree, gold, gold coin, gold coin fruit. That's what it is. Gold coin fruit, something like that. One of those syllables. Say that five times fast. Anyway, if we give the uh, if we give our uh, wish uh, wish stone uh, person the uh, gold fruit coin, mm-hmm. then he'll give us stuff for our specter. Yeah, and that you can use him in, in in battle. So the uh, next place is there. There's like a bridge with a bunch of guys that like has a, our first like. Which is not fruit first, but like there's a lot of things going on on that bridge. It's like yeah, it's puppets and zombies fighting. And they're each fighting other. each other. And like my note was like, this church is disturbing. It's untouched by the blight. It's untouched by puppets. And then you open the doors like, oh, psych! It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we're on the bridge, and before we go any further, what is your primary weapon? Of choice at this point. I think at that point it was still the great sword, but I think I put it on a different handle to where it wasn't like slow, exaggerated. It was more like a slow, slow but like pokey. I think I put it on the police baton at that point. Uh, the police baton is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely like a um, it was a little bit quicker. It wasn't like a exaggerated, like long drawn out right. attack. Yeah, right. What were you? I think at this point I was I liked the. Um, the it wasn't the 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 rapier, but it's also just like the normal sword, but it mm-hmm. wasn't the great sword. Yeah. So I kind of like that, and I think I put it on the big wrench, and that I used that uh, a wait, lot. I, no, I, I did that because I remember talking to you about that. I switched it out for the wrench. That's remember that, the wrench handle. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. And I like that, and it, it got me by pretty well, but I definitely changed it, mm-hmm. uh, like, on subsequent playthroughs. Yeah. It was definitely different. Talking about how that church sucks. <laughs> yeah, it, I call it. I call it, it's a sin's fortress bullshit. Yeah. Um, so if you're familiar with uh, Dark, oh, is it Dark Souls? Yeah, Dark Souls One. Um, there's a sin's fortress that is just a mausoleum. It's just a big old cathedral, or just yeah. a big old fortress of just trick puzzles and like 
you can barely go two steps forward without no, getting yeah. absolutely yeeted it's, off. And then you, the run back is so much worse that's than that. It, yeah, it was very, that was very frustrating. Because like, if you accidentally fell from a great height, dead. You're dead. You're dead. And it's the worst because there's the things that throw stuff at you and it hits you and you fall off and then you mm-hmm. just have a bad time playing the damn game. Yep. And uh, I had a really hard time with that. Um, and then on the, the, I was at the top and you have to make two jumps, two sub- subsequent jumps, yes. and you're almost there. Yeah. I failed. <laughs> and I had to, and the, the first big jump I had to do, I failed it. And I was like, oh my God, all I have to do is just jump. And I got, and I got the yips and I just, that's the worst feeling I did. Like I was almost there. I did no problem because I'm great. (laughs) Loser. (laughs) (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) But, but even when you get through all that, you run to another brute and that brute bullied the crap out of me. Again. Yeah, it was getting to the point where I was like, I'm getting tired of this thing. And then, like, I, when, when I was more patient, and that's the thing about these games, you got to be patient in order to play it. Um, I was not patient. And I was like, screw it. We'll see what happens. And then, eventually, I got the best of him, staggered him. We're good. Got some quartz out of it. It was pretty nice. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't too bad. He didn't give me too hard of a time, yeah. but he, he was definitely tough. Yeah. So, the next boss we got is the Archbishop. Well, did you, let's talk about the Hound first. We ran into the oh, Hound. Oh, yeah, we yeah. ran into Alan. pretty significant. Uh, Alidoro. He's a snooty bitch. Yeah. Do we trust him or not? Uh, <laughs> I lied to him on where to go. Because, <laughs> like... I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't realize what he was. Because <laughs> when you talked to the, the puppet butler, it said, don't invite stalkers here. I'm like, all right, you got it, dude. So I lied and, said, and sent him to the factory. <laughs> and I, I read online, it's like... Can you do that? It's like, yeah, you don't want to do that. Oh, no, I felt bad because you know, he can give you weapons. I'm like, oh, oh no, I feel so bad for oh, him. Oh, that rare ergo. So bad for him. Oh, damn. Dang. And so I felt bad for lying. And then, but uh, I, I didn't do anything right away. I kind of wait till after the Archbishop and everything. Yeah. He's he's one that uh, I realized that rare ergo, um, they pull a, a Dark Souls and you get. You can actually get weapon bosses, and I didn't know that. I appreciate you telling me that, because I, I did, I too. Did. I, I did waste the rare ergo. Up until fun. that point, and then after I got there, and all that rare ergo that I popped for 10,000 ergo uh, a piece, I was like, oh, don't mind if I do. Oh, wait, I could have gotten these uh, weapon bosses, oh. or these uh, these boss weapons. Uh, oh, I do mind now. I do mind. <laughs> what did you think of the Archbishop, though? Archbishop? He... I think I I think I played him post first patch. So like apparently people before the first patch um, were having a really hard time with him. I think I played him. I yeah. And it, he didn't give me that hard. I mean he was tough. I did one try. You did. All right. You, you want to hear? All yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Once again, like I went like Ali was sitting next to me, or my like, wife was sitting next to me, <laughs> and, and she yeah I was I was looking pretty cool, but she was just she was sitting there. Now I was like, all right, let's uh, let me take care of this boss real quick. We can go put the baby to sleep. Did it one try. You know, like the thing about because I had the specter, so it made it significantly easier. But I got to when you get to second phase. Second phase is definitely a lot tougher than the first phase. But for some reason, I was just behind it the entire time because it was distracted by the specter. So we were just double teaming it, and it just Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. Yeah, we Eiffel Towered it for sure, and it just didn't. It just it was easy. Like it was too distracted. I Let's probably go. used one pulse. I was like, 
All right, I totally cheesed this. Doing a second go through would not go the same way for sure. You take the victories when you can get them. Absolutely, and roll, and roll with it. And just and then I got on Reddit and people saying that the Archbishop gave me the hardest time. Like, okay, I just got lucky then, so we're not gonna go. All right, nerd, you nerd, <laughs> losers. What happens after the Archbishop, though? We go back to um, the hotel, and Vanini talks about how he had designed something in the puppets to make sure that it would never uh, happen again, mm-hmm. and that we learn that uh, puppet armies do not arise by chance. Ooh. There was intent behind this. Spooky. I almost said spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler. It's not a spoiler, Spooky. but the story unravels. Mm-hmm. So there is intent behind this puppet frenzy. Yeah. But what was it? So we move on to the tomb slums, and there's a uh, grave with a stargazer that is not like operational, and I thought that might be a place for a possible DLC. So I think there is DLC coming. And if, there is. And if that is the place where you meet up with the DLC, I called it. Uh, <laughs> zombie bear. Oh, my God. You had issues with the zombie. God, bear. let me find my note real quick. You talk about your experience with the zombie as you walk away. I'm just kidding. Wait, found it, found it. Um, I said, fix this tomb entrance and tuck that zombie bear. <laughs> tuck, that tuck these people. I like. I had like. I think I was just casually walking through because it was like I ran into some like some traps and everything, and it was. It gave me the occasional hard time, but then when I came upon the zombie bear, I was like, oh god, no, not like this, not like this. And proceeded to try and beat it, and then it started to wreck me real good. So then I ran away to get away from it. Somebody gave me some advice where if you run into some brutes or elites, you can kind of like avoid it, find a, find a little save. And so I did that, but ran to it's like the little lake area where there's three other zombies yeah. there, and the butterflies uh, got distracted by the butterflies and got myself murdered. So I had to go deal with the zombie bear again. Again. But then my second time going to deal with the zombie bear was really funny. Because I did a little loop around and thought, like, okay, I'm safe. And then peeking around the corner, guess who's there? Surprise, mother effer, it's the zombie bear. Zombie bear. And then, but I proceeded to kill it, so it wasn't too bad. But I was just like, I can't get away from this thing. It's stalking me like it's its job right now. But, uh, yeah, zombie bear was a little bit of a bastard, let me tell you what. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did not enjoy him. I did not enjoy his company. I hope he died. So we, we make our way through like kind of a, a tomb slum or like kind of a slummy area with like kind of a bunch of shacks. This was very Resident Evil 4 vibes for was me. It? Yeah. I wouldn't know. But um just based on what I've seen on Resident Evil 4, I know it's like a bunch of shacks and it's a bunch of like it's a small village in Spain and everything. That's the vibe I got from it. Yeah. It it was a I like the aesthetic of this area. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. And too, then too uh, creepy. Too yeah. creepy. Uh, notable enemies, a uh, motherfucker who pops out of the woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which one a, is that? <laughs> oh, there's a shiny right there. Let me get it. Wow! <laughs> pops out, pops out of some wood, uh, wood planks, and absolutely obliterates you if you're not ready for it. And you're good. <laughs> uh, so we got to fight him. Yeah. And he, did you have a hard time with him? Two tries. I think it was two tries. Yeah. Two or three tries. Yeah, that, that wasn't, he wasn't too bad. But you get through him, and we start introducing, we start encountering the uh, Black Rabbit Brotherhood. And there's another guard that is uh, like a big shield guy that's guarding the gate of the Black Rabbit Brotherhood. Mm. And <clears throat> so the next area is the uh, Mullum District. Uh, and before we Ugh. get there, are you tired of zombies yet? 
Sussex zombies. And I, I, on my first playthrough, like I got really t- they they I, did I they, miss? they like had the one like generic zombie that just runs at runs at you. I did get pretty tired of that one enemy. Mm-hmm. Like they repeated that a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of them, but I think like. I was missing puppets at that point. I, I missed them. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted the warm embrace of a cold puppet killing me. A cold puppet. So we go to the Mullen district, which I think has a lot of ties to the original Pokio. Uh, Pokio. Pokio? What are you talking about? Pokemon? Oh, so then we have uh, our nope, first fall. No, got we that have joke. A... Damn it. That was a, that was a Simpsons. What? I'm sorry. Was, I was reading. That was a Simpsons reference right there. Where uh, it was like, I, they, I they had the Bill Simpsons. Cosby before he became problematic and everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Pokemon, you got like Pokemon. <laughs> Talk like that. <laughs> so we have the falling puzzle, which um, is not 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 that Dark Souls has any like you know copyright on this, but they mm-hmm. they like to do that where or FromSoft in general, where you'll have like an area where you have to like, kind of fall strategically. You remember that section? Was that in a uh, mountain district? Mm-hmm. I think I did. It was right after. It was you. You kind of forget about it. I had to remind myself. Yeah, about it I, I, yeah, I'm blanking on that, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it's right after the shield guy, um, where you go into the Mollum district, yeah. and then you immediately kind of do a following puzzle. Okay, was that where Black Cat? Just before it. Oh, okay, that's where I went. No, Just I'm before it. So you get to the bottom of that, and then you go through the fortress again. Gosh. Okay, it's very forgettable, and I okay. don't blame and yeah. I don't blame you at all for forgetting about it. It's just like, oh yeah, that I had to remind myself a couple mm, times. About okay. It. Uh, so then we see the uh, Red Fox and Black Cat again. And they're like, hey, we're going to go help you uh, clear out this area. So we're going to follow you while you clear this area out. So we go in and they're like trying to act like they're 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 there to protect us. and But then they do piss poor damage yeah. on everybody. And then just before the, the, the going gets tough, they get going. Yeah, they, uh, they that, that was the worst. Out. That was the worst. That was the worst. So they, it's like, oh, it's a simple area, but they know that there's a big bad around the next, around the next corner, mm. and they dip out. Yep, yep. That was um, because when they dipped out, that's when it got, like I said, the going gets tough, and they definitely got tougher. Mm-hmm. That's for freaking sure. Where it was a. Uh, that big old baddie who's just kind of like patrolling the neighborhood and everything. I had a really hard time with this guy. You get to that part where he's just kind of, expo- he's kind of like walking around. And like I, at this point, I'm like, I'm overconfident in my abilities to play this game. And I go, <laughs> and I think, I was like, oh, I can take him on. And he just proceeds to wreck me. Like I am I'm just a rag doll and he's a three-year-old playing in their bedroom right now. And it was not fun. I had a terrible time with it. Sorry for screaming in your ear like that. But he was just, um, and then having, and then dying, and then having to restart all the way back to the beginning of the Malin District. That was the worst. Yeah, that that it. was a long for for this for this game. The runbacks have not been have not been that bad. But uh, this one, I had a particularly hard time with. Yeah. Just because it takes forever to get back. And yeah. I, I call this the area out in BFE. <laughs> I think like with my strategy for that one, um, I, I avoided that big man like the plague. I avoided all the baddies from that like it was a plague until I could find a stargazer. And well, you know, there's stargazer right next to the shortcut that you can create. Mm-hmm. And so once once that was there, I was able to you know take him on like it was nothing. So yeah, Mountain District. Mountain District. Pain. We have a area out in BFE. And we start, uh, we, we face the Black Rabbit Brotherhood. Ooh, not a fun boss. Mm-hmm. For me, this, this go around was not a fun boss. 
Um, just because like it's fun. It's it's very it's a very different one because you go you have to fight the big the eldest one first, and then slowly the their the brothers and sisters start kind of filing in, and it's like you're kind of like your attention split between him and the other ones. So if you have a specter, it's easy because then he just kind of distracts himself. Yep. But then he'll like aggro on you, and if you don't get him to aggro on your specter real quick, it's a pain. It's it's truly the worst. Yep. I it's it's a ganky fight. You know, ganky means mm. like they just have a bunch of people that just gang up on you. Yeah, that happened. And they, I had a bit of an easier time. Spoiler alert for the round two. Yeah. You, fa- you face him again, and for some reason I thought the round two was easier. But then the 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 round one they. I don't know. Maybe it's because you don't have enough upgrades to yeah. really deal with them no. quite as well. But they, as far as Genki fights, they do a little bit better job where they kind of, sometimes they kind of take turns. Yeah. So they don't all come at you at once. Yeah. But it, it is still a juggling act. Yeah. yeah. First first go round, I definitely use a Spectre. And just because the Spectre distracts him, and then you can just kind of gang up on yeah. the eldest. And that's who the main... It just, it just, to me, that one felt was difficult to stagger the entire time because he was just um he was very overpowered and then you'd also get you know blindsided by somebody behind you Mm -hmm. so then we beat them and then we go into the next area and we find the portrait of carlo yeah which i was like was i murdered (laughs) like Like, this is a picture of me was i I an orphan did i die (laughs) what happened here and then like you bring it to geppetto and he's like oh this is a lovely picture of you let's hang it up i'm like lovely i have more I have more questions than answers that you can give me right now. What's forgive what's a foolish you? father for his reminiscing or something? I'm sorry. Like Excuse that. me. I, I am I dead? Yep. Was I a human? So then we actually find the gold coin fruit tree, um, just, just casually in hotel. It's like oh, is that oh? And then uh, Lady Antonia is like oh yeah, that's been there the whole time. It's been a bit of an issue, but it's right there. What do you mean it's an issue? <laughs> like we found a we've kind of fought for territory over that thing but anyway uh so next is uh rosa isabel street and that's where the kind of the opera or as you start kind of making your way towards the opera that's, right. that's more the the fancy entertainment district is. yeah where the one percenters can hang out mm-hmm. with the baby puppets that come out of nowhere those things were so hard yeah. anything that doesn't have legs <laughs> is difficult yeah and it's also where we find the mad clown. I don't know if it picked up. Well, let me do that again. It was a deep sigh. It was just that is arguably the worst side boss of this entire game. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think the lead up into it is just a pain in the butt because I mean it's like the run back is really bad. Because you have to go through all these like little little baby enemies. I told you that you need to run past it. I that's what I did, Deborah. You don't let me finish. Oh, sorry. You don't take me for you take <laughs> me for granted. You are you don't respect my opinions and experiences. Anywho, I had to like I, I tried doing it like where I was like trying to be fair and like he would like throw that thing down. She was like, okay, come up, come at me, girl. Let's see let's see what you can do. And then he proceeded to wreck me because I'm getting shot at by all the other like puppets and everything and i said all right let me run back got to the stargazer i'm like okay this will be easier and then because you get to that point where you're like okay i can sneak up behind him and f him up and then he would met he would f me up and i can't remember what the weapon i had at the time but i eventually got to because it wasn't the scythe because you get that later 
Um, yeah, no, I, I, king of puppets. that was just a very satisfying defeat, killing him like that. That, that was a boss that, or that was like a mini boss that I was like, not mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was mad. It's like, damn, this, this guy's tough. Yeah. But then I like, I wasn't like mad, mad about it. Yeah. It's like, he's tough, but you just got to learn his patterns. Yeah. And then you can, you can bully him right back. Especially that one rotating top. Like if you can if you can perfect guard every one of those, yeah, you'll 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 stagger him really easily. Yeah, I did not do that. I I, I ran away like little girl I was. And it, I mean, little it, baby boy I was. Excuse me. It took about till new game plus two to till I actually got the hang of him. Mm-hmm. So every other time, just kind of a panic. Uh, so right after that is the opera house. Yeah. And this is where we're starting to come to a close for our uh, part one. Because after this is the uh, final, or is the boss for the Opera House, which is the King yeah. of Puppets. The King of Puppets. Boss of the little, I had, I had a note in here. Um, new fear, opera singing spiders in a mansion. Very, very niche fear, but it is a very real fear for me at that point. Because they, they, they give you uh, a new sort of uh, status ailment, which is disruption. Disrupt, yeah. Disruption. God, and it's it's like, you don't think disruption buildup is that bad, but then as soon as the disruption buildup built up it's not like all right it just kind of it's just like poison and it just kind of yeah. chips away at your health no you die yeah instantly, immediately instantly which is insane why would they do that why would they do it to us because they're mean it's very, but that, like the whole sequence of trying to get through like i i remember running into one of the um opera singing spiders because they're big and they can bring more into it bring more enemies into it and it was like i remember like it just knocked my health out and knocked all my pulse charges and i was like this is not this is not where i want to be right now mm-hmm so we get through the um, the mansion, uh, the mansion, the, the opera house. The opera house. There's an NPC in there that's kind of not very notable. There's a couple. There's a couple elites, but the main uh, enemy is the king of puppets yeah. at the end, who's a two phaser. Yes. And that's where I feel like we start to get more two phases. With boss we get phase. a lot more two phases. Yeah. Towards the end of uh, the game, so. What did you think about Lies of P slash Romeo? Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, King of Puppets slash uh, Romeo. I thought he was... First phase, super easy. Second phase, my god. He relentless. The, the, the difficulty just exploded when you get to second phase and everything. But I thought the first phase... I think it was a real cool boss fight. Honest to god. Because the, the big boss fights, like you got this big baddie on top of... Like, you know, getting through him, knowing his, knowing his moves. And getting through the first phase is very easy. I think most of these boss fights when you get through the first phase was very easy. But getting to the second one where he just reveals, like, oh, it's a, it's a little, little, little person puppet like myself. And that's where it gets, like, uber mega difficult. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I had to look this one up. This is the first time I had to look a boss fight up. And my decision to do that was great because then I learned about the ultimate cheese move of Liza P. What's that? You throw random things at them. <laughs> random bullshit. And it gives go. them so much like buff damage is the most amazing thing. Because after the time when I throw all that stuff at them, they're at three quarters of health. So you just go in, you still have your little specter buddy, and you just rinse them off. It took me ten tries before I discovered that. And it was phenomenal. I have no regrets about my playthrough at all. I am not sorry. <laughs> You're getting choked <clears throat> out right now. <laughs> so, um, so we are starting to wrap up, but 
What did What did you think of the Puppet King? I liked it. So like my first my first try with him, I don't know if just on New Game I just bullied him the second first time, <laughs> but he was just kind of not very uh, memorable to me. The first time, wow. I, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. It's crazy. I just didn't really. That's the one I saw on TikTok a lot. I know. And then I was kind of confused on like, it's like, what what boss did everybody have? And that's not that's not a flex. It was just like I think I just had a fluke. I <laughs> it's like I, don't I think remember. I think the game glitched, and yeah. for some reason it didn't give me a hard time. But then on the subsequent playthroughs, I did have a hard time with it. Uh, oh, okay. So I don't I don't know what was going on. Um, like I think it was just one of those first try luck. All right. Do you, want, do you want to do the outro? I'll do the outro real quick. And so with that, friends and family, loved ones, stalkers, whoever you may be, our time of talking about part one of Liza P comes to the close. I don't have an outro written out like I usually do, but I'll do my damn best to guess through this. Um, please, <laughs> what? They might be out there. I'm, bo- I'm popular. I might be popular. I don't know. But with all that being said, we're kind of you know going to wrap this up real quick. Um, be on the lookout for the next episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast where we talk about the second part of Liza P where I slowly dip into madness because this game gets significantly more harder and more depressing and Preston I don't know if I, I, I hate you for making me play through this game or if I love you for making me play through this game but I come out a man anywho you should be sure to follow us on all our social media um, I can't remember what our handles are, but it's in the description. But we have X, we have Instagram, we're on Spotify. Leave us some reviews, leave us some comments. Say, you smell like cheese. It's a very weird insult to throw at Preston, but it's fine. <laughs> he does smell like cheese. He doesn't like to bring it bring it up. But he's got some cheese in his beard right now that he doesn't know about. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you've had that in there for like hours now. I just didn't want to say anything. But we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast. And with that being said, please stay trashy. XOXO, Gossip, Uncultured Gamer Podcast. Cheers. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye.